supposed to mean? Yes, sir. France was clearly busy, so Will turned his attention outwards, looking for the battle through the ship's long-range sensors. At this distance there was nothing to see but X-ray flickering, barely visible so close to the star's glare. With the filters turned up this high, the rest of the sky was bottomless black. Will's mind churned. He could barely stand the anxiety of waiting to see what the Earthers would try. This battle was likely to determine the course of the war. Memburi had been Earth's primary fueling station on the straight-line path between the home system and Galatea, before the Galateans had captured it. If the Earthers didn't retake it, it would be almost impossible for them to wage war against their former colony, and easy for Galatea to strike back if they tried. On the other hand, if the Earthers did claim it, they'd be well placed to attempt another invasion, and Earth had no shortage of lives to waste in trying. Will's train of thought was broken by a sudden nervous laugh. He glanced across at Gordon Inchayabrun, the roboteer for ship defence, who hung in the bag next to his. Gordon was a large, well-intentioned youth who'd only been with the fleet for a year. This was his first big battle. They dragged us in here just so we could wait, muttered Gordon. His eyes were screwed tight shut. Will knew Gordon wasn't talking to anyone in particular, but the distraction was welcome. It beat staring into space and doing nothing. I guess so, he said. Gordon's soft blue eyes opened in surprise at the reply. Like the rest of the Phoenix's roboteers, he treated Will with a mixture of wariness and awe. There were eight of them in all, one handler for each of the mighty ship's eight different software subsystems, and Will was definitely the odd one out. He didn't think like the others. But don't worry, Will added, space battles don't last long. Gordon gave him an anxious smile. That's what I'm worried about. Gordon's fears were well grounded. Today they would live or die with the Phoenix. There was no way off a starship when you were surrounded in every direction by kilometres of the most hideously irradiated machinery humanity had ever devised. You either left the battle with working engines, or you fried. A sudden flare drew Will's attention back to the view from the sensors. The distant battle was looking unusually bright. It winked at him. Will eyed it uneasily. If the Earther ships were on a suicide run, they might be self-detonating about now. And meanwhile, the next wave of the attack might come from any direction. His heart was in his mouth as they waited. 1.2. Ira. Captain Ira Baron Leck of the Galatean starship Ariel watched the battle from a few thousand kilometres beyond the combat zone. It was probably too close, but still a lot further away than he wanted to be. The disruptor cloud made it impossible for them to get any nearer. He lay back in his crash couch, hands wrapped tight around the control handles. Through his visor's standard display, the warring ships resembled flashing points of hard white light on a black background. At full magnification, however, he could make out their true shape. Each ship looked like a dull metallic egg covered with tiny umbrellas. Blue-white light crackled from the spokes, coating the vessels with sheens of spastic luminescence. Ira did not like what he saw. The Earthers had come in too light. Just a ring of six small ships, 
hemmed in by three immense Galatean cruisers, and they'd stopped short of their objective, as if taunting the Galateans to come out and meet them. They were up to something. Amy, give me an update. Though he and Amy, his first officer, occupied opposite bunks in the Ariel's tiny main cabin, Ira used his subvocal throat mic instead of speaking out loud. The Ariel was a soft combat ship. Given the physical conditions it had to operate under, battle orders were never trusted to ordinary speech. No change, Amy replied. The Earthers are using juice like it's going out of style. They haven't launched any gravity shields, just disruptor boys. Central Command is convinced it's a suicide. Ira frowned. A disruptor boy's single job was to fill the surrounding space with ionic crap that made it impossible for your enemy to use warp. It was an important tool in warfare, but one used sparingly.